0: With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Kedushin daf Lamed He. We're going to give you a little background before we begin. We are about 14 or 15 lines into Lamed Heim and Aleph. And last we heard, so we are not learning out from Matzah and Hakel, both by Matzah and are positive commandments, which are time-bound, and women are obligated. Nevertheless, we don't learn out from there because we said, We have two verses teaching you the same thing. One of them was not necessary to write. So the fact that the Torah wrote it again is teaching you that we don't learn out from both of those verses to teach you that positive commandments, which are time-bound, that women are obligated. Rather, we learn out from either Tefillin or Re'iyah, that over there there are time-bound mitzvos time-bound commandments and they are positive commandments and women aren't exempt so too elsewhere as well so the Gemara says So we're going back to the question that we asked earlier and now we're going to address this question it's good according to the one who says that if you have two verses coming as one so you can't learn out from them so if according to the one that says you can indeed learn it out from two verses that are saying the same thing so why don't we learn it out from Matzah and HaKel to teach you that women just like they're obligated by the positive commandments which are time-bound so to buy all other positive commandments which are time-bound women should also be obligated on my Rav, the Rav says, the one from Popona, the great rabbi from Papona, so he made it clear to us this matter. Umanu, um, who is this great rabbi? Ravacha bar Yaakov. This is reference to Rav Acha bar Yaakov. And he said as follows, i the verse says, It shall be a first sign upon your hand and a remembrance of between your eyes, this is referring to Tefillin, in order that the Torah of Hashem should be in your mouth. So here we have a connection between all of the Torah to Tefillin, Matvillan is such as Shazman just like Tvillin, is a positive commandment which is time bound. Vinashim Baturos and women are exempt. I've callments to say Shazman mangrama Nashim Baturos. So to anywhere in the Torah where we find a positive commandment which you have it that it's time-bound, so women are exempt as well. So basically we're making this Hekesh, the Hekesh is stronger than anything else, explains Rashi. And therefore, once we have the Hekesh, the connection between Torah, all of the Torah and tfillin. so this, then we can learn now from tfillin that it's a positive command which is time-bound, and women are exempt. And from the fact that we are now saying that all positive commandments, which are time-bound, women are exempt, we can deduce, we can deduce, We can deduce that the only reason Torah has to teach us that is because by all other positive commandments which are not time-bound, women are indeed obligated. So now the Gemara challenges this and says, This is good according to the rabbi who says that a, that tefillin is a positive commandment which is time-bound because he holds that tefillin you don't have to wear at night. According to the, the one who says that tefillin is a positive commandment which is not time-bound, So then, what can we say according to him? So then we have no connection, we just lost the whole thing if anything we should say that from here we see that villain which is considered a positive commandment which is not time-bound and women are exempt that should teach us that all the time that we see a positive commandment which is not time-bound Women are exempt as well, but that's not true. So what are we going to do according to this mandamor? So the Gemara says like this. Michael Mir, can we say? Who is the one that says that tefillin is a positive commandment which is not time bound? Rabbi, Rabbi Meir. So according to Rabbi Meir, there's no problem because he holds that whenever you have two verses that are saying the same thing, you can't learn that from those two verses. So where are we going to learn that from? Matza and hakel. We can't learn that from matza and hakel because we have two verses that are saying the same thing that a positive commandment which is time bound women are indeed obligated so from the fact that it says it twice therefore it's teaching us that you can't learn out from there and therefore you can learn out from R'iyah, says Rashi okay so the Gemara continues and says that's good according to Re'bi Meir will okay, so the Shneik Bam according to Re'bi who says that when you have two verses that are coming to say the same thing you nevertheless still can't learn Groma and he knows that Tefillin is a positive commandment which is not time bound so where are you going to learn it out from you can't learn it out from the Haggish if anything the Haggish is going to teach you the opposite and you can't learn it out you should be able to learn it out from matzah and hakel to teach you the exact opposite again that women in fact are obligated in positive commandments which are time bound so my answer is no the reason that we can't learn it out is because you have three different verses teaching the same exact thing meaning you have three verses that show you that you have a positive commandment which is time bound you have the eating of the matzah the obligation to have to, have, to rejoice on the festivals according to according to this mandam according to what we're saying, now, so that's an obligation indeed on the woman, and you have the mitzvah of hakel, where we see all three of these are positive time-bound commandments and the Torah didn't have to repeat them so why did it repeat them? We when you have three verses saying the same exact thing so even Rabbi holds you can learn that from two verses that's only two verses but three verses coming already so then the Torah is clearly saying that you can't learn this out to anywhere else and therefore that being the case so you can't learn out from Matsan Hakel and Simcha that women are indeed obligated in time-bound positive commandments rather we learn that from Re'iyah we learn that from the, the, the fact that women are exempt from being seen in the Beis HaMikdash in the temple during the three festivals from that fact we see that all other places where you have a positive commandment which is time bound women are also exempt there as well now the Gemara continues. That all negative commandments, all prohibitions, women are included in them as well. How do we know this? And it was also learned this braisa in the Yeshiva of Yishmael, A man or woman when they shall do any of the sins of a person. So the verse compares both men and women in regards to all punishments in the Torah. So this teaches us that all punishments which are incurred in regards to a lo so say, a negative commandment, a prohibition, so women and men are the same, and therefore women are also included in all the prohibitions of the Torah. Now we go off on a slight tangent, which is connected. In the yeshiva of Rabbi Lezer, the following verse. Amar the verse says, Asher tasim These are the statutes and commandments that you shall place before them. So the verse, so it's saying that women and men are equal in regards to all monetary issues in the Torah. The Be'chizgi in the Yeshiva of they learn the following b'raisa. Amar Kodah, the verse says, And if he shall kill a man or a woman, so, this is talking about a, an ox goring a man or a woman. So, so the verse is comparing men and women for all deaths that are caused in the Torah. Any, any halachic ramifications of someone being killed in the Torah. So men and women are the same in that regard. Utsricha. And we need to teach you all three. If I had only taught you that men and women are the same in regards to prohibitions, mishum Allah, maybe that's only in regards to that that men and women are equal. Because the Torah, you know, cares about the fact that, why is the Torah giving us a punishment? It's not just Hashem wants to show you. But rather, it's because Hashem wants you to have an atonement for your sin. So, that's why the Torah says that men and women are equal. Because the Torah wants the woman also to have an atonement for the sin that she's done however, in regards to monetary issues, maybe it's only in regards to men, the Barmasu in, since he's in, someone who's constantly involved in business dealings, so that's why he would be included in monetary issues. and a woman perhaps would not be included in monetary issues. So that's why the Torah spe- spe- has to specifically say that indeed women are included. and ha. And if I had taught you that women are included in monetary matters, so you might say that's only in regards to monetary matters. Mishum because this, if she doesn't, if she's not included in these laws, so anyone can come along and steal from her and take from her, and they don't have to pay back, so then she wouldn't be able to live. So that's why she's included al kopher. But in regards to kofar which is a payment that's paid to someone to the family of the woman who was killed uh, by an ox, Amo we might say we turn to Lamit Thirty-five B. Ish only a man is included the bar mitzvah is, so, because why? Because he has many mitzvot to perform. So since he has many mitzvot to perform, so therefore the payment it's as if it's coming to pay for the loss of the opportunity, so to speak, to be able to, to, to do mitzvot. That's what Rashi says elsewhere. So, so, but a woman who doesn't have as many mitzvot, isha lie. But a woman perhaps not. You wouldn't have to pay for that. So that's why the verse has to specifically say, No, you do have to pay for a woman. And if I had only taught you kofar, so in that case, there's a loss of life. And therefore, the Torah had pity on her. But in regards to the first two cases, monetary matters and all the prohibitions of the Torah where there's no loss of life, maybe she's not included. So that's why it's necessary to say it by all three. Now the Gemara continues. We said in the Mishnah that women are included in all the prohibitions of the Torah except for rounding off the corners of the head, meaning cutting off the sideburns, destroying the beard, and becoming tummy. if they're they're a Kohen, or daughter of a Kohen, they're allowed to become tummy to a dead person, even though other Kohanim, male Kohanim, are not permitted so while these cases women are not included in those prohibitions we understand why they're excluded from the problem of have, that if they're a Kohen that they're, normally a Kohen is not allowed to become Tame impure from a dead person however they're excluded the like, verse says speak to the Kohanim the sons of Aaron only the sons of Aaron and not the daughters of Aaron how do we know that women are excluded from the prohibition against rounding the corners of the head and from the prohibition of destroying the beard? The verse says, shall not round off the corners of your, of your head, meaning you can't cut off the sideburns, and you can't destroy the corners of your beard. Whoever is included in the prohibition of destroying one's beard, so they're also included in the prohibition of rounding off the corners of the head, because the verse puts them together. Since they're not included in the prohibition against destroying their beard, so they're also not included in the prohibition of rounding off the corners of their head. And how do we know that women are not included in destroying their beards? One explanation is because it's a svarah, it's a logical assumption. Women don't nor- normally have a beard. Or another explanation is. It's a verse because the verse says. You shall not round off the corners of your heads. That's your heads, plural. You shall destroy the corners of your beard. So your beard is singular. From the fact that the Torah changes the way it's saying. Because the verse should have said, the corners of your plural. Beards. My Why is it saying yours singular? Zekancha is telling you yours, you singular, your beard, but not the beard of your wife. So Sonadagomar challenges this. is it true that women are exempt and their beard is not considered a beard? is a of Let's say you have the beard of a woman or a Swiss a person who doesn't have the ability to have children, but nevertheless somehow he's able to grow hair on his face. They're considered like a beard for all of their manners. Maybe this is Gufa teaching you that you can't. That a woman is not allowed to destroy her beard. You can't say that this is talking about the is or the prohibition of destroying the beard. Women for sure are allowed to. How do we know? The paas paas Because we actually learn this out from Exira Shava. The word paas is said both here and all. Also, in regards to the children of Aaron, Malaholon nashem beturis, just like in regards to the children of Aaron by Kohanim, women are exempt from all the prohibitions that that apply to a Koin, Afkan nashem beturis. just over here, women are exempt from any kind of prohibitions that apply. Thus, women are not. It's not a problem for them to cut off their beards. We're going to see what does the Brisa actually mean when it says that it's considered a beard in some respect. We'll see that soon. Now, the Gemara challenges what we just said and the presumption that we made, the assumption that we made was that when it says Bnei Aharon at the beginning of the whole parish of Kohanim when it says the sons of Aaron and not the daughters of Aaron so the assumption is that it's going on the entire parsha. all the prohibitions that are said in regards to the children of Aaron to the Kohanim only apply to men and not to women that's the assumption that we made and therefore we can learn out to a regular Jew that that prohibition that doesn't apply by a Kohan, which is shaving off the beard also doesn't apply by a regular Jewish woman that she also has the ability to shave off her beard that was the assumption that we made now, like Challenges that and says, If it would be true that we hold the chikosav of Aharon, that when the verse says Aharon, the sons of Aaron, and it excludes women, and it's going on the whole matter, so then if that's the case, we don't need the Xerashava. Why? Because we should be able to be quiet from the Xerah Shavah, and we should learn that from a logical derivation. But we would say as follows, just like we find by Kohanim, so we see that they're more stringent because they have many. Extra prohibitions, many extra commandments. Bnei Aaron Aaron, and women are excluded from those extra commandments. Meaning, even though it's more stringent, we have a leniency. Yisrael like so a regular Jew, which doesn't have those extra commandments. So certainly, if we whatever we see by the Kohanim that women are excluded from, certainly a regular Jewish woman should also be excluded, and therefore we wouldn't need, we shouldn't need the Gzeir Shava. So the Gemara answers, you know why we need the Gzeir Shava? Ilav If not for the Gzeir Shava, Haba Amin. We would have thought that indeed when it says "bene Aaron and we say that it means only the sons of Aaron and not the daughters of Aaron. So that only applies to the first prohibition of the Torah which is talking about the fact that a Kohen is not allowed to become Tameh impure from a dead person. But we wouldn't know that it's going on anything else. Why? Because at the end of the verses which speak about the fact that a Kohen is not allowed to become Tameh so it also says that he is allowed to become Tameh for his sister. And that's something that applies also to a Bascom a boscombe, a daughter of a coin, a girl, a woman, so she's also allowed to become tummy for her sister. So once we've already included them, meaning we've already included women, so maybe the verses afterwards also include women, and they're also included in the other prohibitions. So that would make this whole Gezereshevah completely unnecessary. So what's the Gezereshevah there for? It must be coming to teach you that this Gezereshevah is necessary. Why is it necessary? It's necessary because we don't consider it that it's separated the first part from the second part. And therefore, B'nei Aharon and not b'nos Aharon, the sons of Aaron and not the daughters of Aaron, women being excluded applies by all of the prohibitions of Kohen, and therefore it also applies in regards to a Jewish woman, a regular Jewish woman, that she's permitted to be able to cut off the corners of her head and to cut off her beard. Now the Gemara again challenges this statement and says, there's an assumption here. Your assumption is that we don't need this Gzir Shavah for anything else. Sigmar so the Gemara says, that's not true. We should still say that it's considered that the first part, excluding women, is not applying to the other prohibitions and if you want to learn that from the Gzei we need this shava for something else, for the following b'raisa. So it says in the verse, we have two different verses, one is talking about Kohanim, one is talking about regular Jews in regards to destroying the beard. So it says you're not allowed to shave it off. You might think that if you shaved it off with the scissors, you'd also be obligated to also transgress Tamod Lomar, that's why the verse says that you can't destroy, which means you can't completely destroy down to the root. And, when you use scissors it doesn't destroy it to the Malakid or You might think that if I use tweezers, according to the Me'iri according to the art scroll, you might think that in such a case you've also done something wrong because you've pulled it out from the root that's why it says you shall not do something which is shaving so when do we have it that in fact that it's considered that you've shaved that you've gone against, you've transgressed this prohibition it's only a shaving that has destruction so that that teaches us that it's only if you're using a razor to destroy your beard that's when the prohibition has been transgressed so that's what we need for because without the we wouldn't know that we could connect the verses that are talking about Shaving in regards to Kohen, to the verses that are talking about shaving in regards to a regular Jew, so you can't tell me that it's coming to teach you that that uh, that, that which it says in regards to the Ben-Aaron, that it's only the sons of Aaron and not the daughters, that it applies to all of the prohibitions, because we need the Xeroshava for this, so the Gemara says no, Im-Kain, if it was only coming to teach you that, the Torah could have written S that thing that comes along with your beard and we would have known that it's talking about the corners of your beard. My pe'as is did the Torah write it the corners of your beard? It could have left out that letter pe. So no Noah is coming to teach you that we use this for two things. First it's coming to teach you that we connect shaving in regards to regular Jew to shaving in regards to a Kohen that, that can teach you exactly what the boundaries are of that prohibition of shaving and it also connects it to teach us that there's another thing and that is that bene Aaron and not Aaron, the fact that it's only the sons and not the daughters of Aaron, goes on all of the prohibitions as well. And therefore, you can learn out from a Kohen, from the fact that a woman is exempt from the problem of shaving her beard by a Kohen, so too a woman is exempt if she's a regular Yisrael as well, and women are in fact allowed to shave their beards. Now the Gemara says, This that we learned <speaking> in the <Hebrew> verses, the beard of a woman and a, uh, a man who doesn't have the ability to have children, shehelu sa'ar, that, that he got hair on his face, ha hen kezak on the is considered like a beard for all of its manners, l'mahilchasa, for what's the halacha gamification of this if in fact a woman does not have an obligation not to shave her beard, amar so marzucha answers, negoim this is coming to teach you that in regards to the impurity of a leprous affliction, so it also has, uh, has halacha-like hair, and Rashi explains that there's a difference if it's just Considered like regular skin, so then white hairs are going to be creating the problem of leprosy. But if it's considered like hair, it's a hairy place, so then yellow hairs are what can, creates the problem of leprosy. So Gmar says, Wait, we don't need a breast to teach us this. This is an explicit posse that says that women and men are the same in regards to this. A man or a woman, if they will have a leprous affliction on their head or on their beard. So you see, explicitly, the verse says that they're the same. So that can't be what the breast is coming to teach you. Marzoga says, Yeah, it's not going to teach you that they both beca- get the affliction. But that is coming to teach you that both a man and women are the same in regards to the fact that the way they become purified are the same. I guess it, cl- it seems that there's a different way to purify someone who has this affliction on their beard. So the Gemara says, wait, Taras, Nami, That's also obvious. in the Bastamehi. Obviously, if she has the ability to become Tome and it's considered that it's a Tameh, it's impure in regards to a beard. So Bastaharehi. So it's obvious that if she became impure this way, so the way that she becomes pure again is, is the normal way of becoming pure, if one has a beard that became impure. So the Says, no, we need it. We might have thought to read the, the verse differently. The verse is saying two different sides, like this where, where they'll have some kind of leprous affliction on their head. So that's going on men and a woman. And when it says, or on a beard, it's going back on the man. That's what the breast is coming to teach us. So no. When it says, Isha, man or woman, it's going on both. It's going whether we're talking about the head or the beard. Isitani. You see, you learn the following Braysa Af Peturos. Even in regards to the fact that the verse says that you're not allowed to place boldness between the eyes, so women are also excluded from that. My time with the Isi, why does Isi say that they're excluded from that prohibition? The Darchaki. He learns as follows Bonimatemashemla Kehem, you are sons, Tashem your God, let his do. you shall not rip your skin like Tasimukenehem, Lama you can't place a bond between the eyes for a dead person, out of sadness for a dead person, Ki Am Khajamekha, you are a holy nation, Tashem your God. Bonim Vila So the verse says sons, you are sons, Tashem your God, sons and not daughters. So women are excluded. Lakarcha. And this is in regards to making that boldness. You say this in regard to boldness. Maybe it's also in regards, or maybe it's only in regards to uh, scraping one's skin over a dead person. So the Gemara says, So that's talking about the fact that you're not allowed to scrape your skin, you're not allowed to rip your skin for a dead person. So women are included. What's it coming to say when it says that women are excluded? Is talking about making this boldness why did we include them in ripping the skin and exclude them from making the boldness we include the case they're included in the case of ripping the skin because that's something that's everywhere whether there's hair whether there's no hair and they're excluded from the prohibition against making boldness which is only possible in a place where there's hair meaning they're excluded in the case which is it has less likelihood of occurring. So why don't we say that uh, women are excluded both in regards to boldness and in regards to ripping the skin. And when it says that you're a holy nation to Hashem your God. so That's only in regards to scraping or, or ripping the skin in a place where there is no hair and therefore women would only be prohibited for them to rip their skin over a dead person where there's no hair, but where there is hair, so they're allowed to rip their skin, and they're also allowed to, to make a boldness. So the Gemara says no, because holds that he holds that you can't separate ripping one skin and ripping one skin where there's hair, they're really the same thing, and therefore if women are included in something, they have to be included in both of those things, and if they're excluded, they can only be excluded from making a boldness.